Now, Matt has been talking about electroculture for months, maybe more, but since I've been paying attention on Instagram and I finally, my wife did the garden and I'm like, you know what? I want to try this really simple. Here's the easiest thing. I went to Ace Hardware. I got some wooden dowels. I got copper wire. I wrapped it in a spiral, almost like the DNA or Kundalini up, up the wood. I put the wood in it and I have a little antenna. So I I created an, an antenna. That's it. It took my son and I aside from by the time we got back from Ace Hardware. And by the way, it was fun because I got to tell the people at Ace Hardware and they were like, what are you doing? What is this? They're taking notes and whatever. So that's how easy it was. Matt, why does it work? So electroculture, and this is why I was saying, Dean, if you do have an area to grow, you can utilize electroculture to grow food and then also bring your kids into it as well, too. So they're also taking place into it as well, because when they're connected with the food, you'll also be connected with the food together at the same time. But basically what electroculture is, is basically harnessing the Earth's energy that's all around us, the ether, the orgone, the chi, the prana, everything that's all around us that we just can't see. What you're doing is you're taking a piece of wood with copper or brass, you can use either one, and you're taking that and you're putting it into the ground and you're creating an ether antenna. And that ether antenna is going to pick up the frequencies that are all around and help increase the magnetism and the sap the blood of the plant, right? Because what happens is, is because of all this nonsense that we're being bombarded with and whatever else, it's messing up our soil. It's causing our soil to dry out faster. It's impacting us, our, our, our plants as a whole. And when you put this little antenna in there, the plants will now resonate because now you have an antenna right next to it and copper will start to re, re-energize the soil. What happens is when we use iron tools, and this is something we were never taught about and it was suppressed from us, But when we use iron tools in the soil, they actually lead to drought-like conditions. It pulls the moisture out of the soil because it damages the magnetism of the soil, leading to droughts, leading to dust bowls, leading to all of those things. So they sold us iron tools back in the day while not selling us copper tools. Because when we use copper in the soil, we actually increase our yields, increase our plant growth, increase the ability to harness um, energy. And it was interesting because Victor Schauberger at the time when he studied all of this, he learned that when he was using copper tools, his plants were just exploding. And it was interesting because the, I think it was the Bulgarian, Bulgarian or Belgium government, one of the two at the time, basically he proposed this to them and they said, I'm sorry, we have a thing with the pesticides and fertilizer company and we can't promote your copper tools. He goes, but we'll have so much food. And they said, well, I have a kickback and I can't get rid of that. So that government at that time actually issued things onto the radio and onto the newspaper to tell farmers not to use copper tools because they will yield too much food and they won't make any money. So that simple thing right there was a huge thing. Justin Cristo Flo, who was another founder of electroculture, noticed that his potatoes were growing like literally like this. Everything he did with copper and creating these ether antennas basically amplified and multiplied. Now, I've had probably hundreds, I mean, I've, I don't know, maybe thousands of messages at this point of people's plants basically just exploding. I mean, I got people with pumpkins eight feet tall. I had a lady with a tomato plant that was 16 or 17 feet. I had a person who their plants were dying. They looked like they were dead. They never fruited. They never did anything. All the leaves pretty much fell off. They put copper antennas around them. All the plants grew. All the leaves turned on. All the thing produced fruit. That's the thing is these things, our plants are not actually dead. They're just in a hibernating state. And if we don't take care of the soil, 
we're not going to get good quality food. That's why the chemical companies and the pesticide companies sell us these toxins so that they can sell you drugs to give to your plant so that you can increase your yields, but not realize that you're destroying the soil at the same time. You're ripping all the minerals out when you're using pesticides and fertilizers. And with Justin Cristo Flow, it was interesting because he didn't even use manure. He used no manure, no fertilizers, and no pesticides. So think of those three industries, which are powerhouses in poisoning us. They would be eliminated, just like that pest company over here at that same time as well, too, because with electroculture, what happens is, is you create balance. You create harmony. The insects start coming back, the bees, the beetles, um, you know, the birds. Like I have this hummingbird that literally follows me around all over. It knows because the frequencies, these animals can pick up on that and they will start to come back. Because once things harmonize, they know that it's now a area in which they can heal, right? And if it's not a good area, then they cannot heal either. So they don't want to be around any of that. And it was interesting because when I was studying all of this, they talked about how bird sounds were so important to growing food. Why do you think they sold us DDT in the 1950s? DDT is good for me. Spray it all over the place and everything else. Because DDT... Sorry. Just, you know, just, that's like a mile away, which is crazy. But anyway, so... DDT is good for me. They sprayed, they, they sold us all this DDT so that people would spray it all over. It hurt the fish, it hurt the birds, it hurt the insects, but primarily it hurt the birds, which the bird chirping sounds caused the plants to open up their, their leaves so they could absorb more nutrients. And people have studied this with electroculture and the combination that when they played bird chirping sounds next to their plants, their plants started growing 30 times or 30 times more than the control plants because the sound frequency causes them to absorb more nutrients. So we can be utilizing all these ancient practices that have been used that are just natural. They don't cost any money. They cost you probably $5. You know, there's simple things that we can do in order to grow more food and grow it quicker, right? With electroculture, you could harness your food or grow, I'm sorry, or you could harvest your food six times a year, right? Your food becomes, your plants become more frost resistant. They become heat resistant. They grow faster. They don't need pesticides. They don't need fertilizers. They don't need manure. You just need a little, basically a little copper, a little brass, and maybe some wood, and that's it. And you can find wood in your backyard. You could just go take a piece of wood, wrap it with a copper spiral or a brass spiral, whichever one you want, place it into the soil, and just let your plants do your thing. I have a moringa plant that sits on the balcony, and I grow as much as I can on my balcony. But I have a moringa plant that's about 14 feet tall. I would say it's outgrew the balcony, and the moringa pods were 22 inches in just the first fruiting that I had, the average Moringa pod is six to eight inches. So that's how much of a difference. And I'm on a balcony with a pot. So like, I, that's the thing I've realized, like anything is possible, but that's just that. I got peppers coming soon. They're already sprouting the flowers. I got basil. My basil plant is like multiplied. It's like a tree and it keeps growing. But that's the thing. It's not hard to do. It's just simple things, but we haven't been taught this and we can speed up our ability to get food and then once we grow enough food, we can then give food to everybody else as well, too, right? Because it's the community factor. Instead of I just hold all the food or I just hold all, hold all the water and I don't give it to anybody else. And that's we have to do that because if we don't connect to nature now, in 10 years from now, it's, it, we're going to be so disconnected, right? And we need to be connected to nature now 
because that's what all of these little upper hands that are trying to do all their strings and pulling all this stuff, they're trying to disconnect us from that. And they're disconnecting us from owning our health with nature. And, and it's all, Mother Earth gives us everything we need, and it's all around us. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I see it. 